Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Want to learn how to be an entrepreneur? You are dedicated and devoted to a life of developing new ideas and innovations. Willing to take calculated career risks, achieving independent wealth and success. Then you are ready to experience the entrepreneur effect. We'll highlight opportunities for entrepreneurs in digital marketing through interesting, practical, and thought-provoking interviews and monologues. Increase your income and be your own boss by listening to The Entrepreneur Effect. Please welcome your host, a 25-year veteran in sales, management, and business development, Dush Ramachandran. Hello, everyone. This is Dush Ramachandran at Entrepreneur Effect. Today we have uh, as our special guest, Amr Hussein. Amr has a very interesting business providing information to foreign exchange traders based on support and resistance. Welcome, Amr. Hi, Dush. Great to be here. Fantastic. Great. So it's, it's a delight to have you. Now, you've done some pretty amazing things, and it would be great to understand exactly how you got started. How, how did you get into foreign exchange? Um, tell us a little bit about that. Uh, well, Dush, I left university in 2004, and I kind of left, you know, uh, I got a good degree, um, you know, I got first class honors in my degree, and, you know, it was kind of at a stage where, what do I do with my life? So, I've always been very entrepreneurial. I had my first business when I was 13, um, washing cars and other bits and pieces. Um, so I left university thinking, okay, I'm going to start a business. I don't want to work for someone. So I kind of messed around, did a few little things, started a, a le- an e-learning company and other bits and pieces, but nothing really took off. And 
then I kind of, you know, was forced into a position where I had to get a job and I started working in IT. It was a great company, great experience. It just wasn't for me. I've always had that entrepreneurial bug and I was dying to start something new. So whilst I was working for this company and very sneakily, um, uh, I started learning about trading on the side. So, you know, I'd be doing my normal day-to-day work and I'd start reading books about trading and attending a few seminars and watching, you know, some recordings that were available online. So I did this for about a year or so. And then, um, you know, whilst learning to trade myself, I started noticing I was quite good at this. I started doing quite well. So I left that job um, in about, I think it was the end of 2006, 2007, and then got a job with a prop firm, um, you know, trading professionally. I did that for a little while as well. And then I decided to go out on my own. And since that time, I'd been trading professionally myself. And Pivot Farm, which is the research business that I started, it kind of uh, started accidentally almost. I had no intention of turning it into a business. Um, it kind of accidentally took place. What I what I would do every single day before starting my trading was put together a kind of report for myself based upon the analysis that I was doing before the market opens. Because you know every trader, the most important part of your day is your preparation for your trading day. So I'd put this research together and then I started sharing it with a few friends and people really seemed to like my work. And that kind of turned into a blog and from the blog, it turned into a website. And then um, just under two years ago, um, I started it as a business. And since then, it's just absolutely taken off. We've had um, well over, I don't know, two and a half thousand users. And at any given point in time, we've got around 1,200 users um, using our stuff. So it's been phenomenally successful. And uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to you know, an even brighter future for it. That is that is the most incredible, incredible story, and we hear stories like that uh, every time. And you know, it never ceases to amaze me how uh, how fabulously inspiring that is. So, give us a give us a sense for the scale of the business. Um, now, you you started uh, pretty much in your home, um, yeah. and now how many clients do you have? How many subscribers do you have to your newsletter? Active subscribers, we have just over 1,200 now. Wow. Um, so it, it's been going very well. Um, and, uh, you know, that, uh, you know we, we have for our, for our space, it's a very reasonably priced service. Um, so, you know, and the quality is really good and people have really taken to it. Um, I've got to the stage now where we actually have offices in London for the business now. We're, we're kind of on a trading floor. Um, so we're surrounded by professional traders and, you know, um, I'm developing um, the professional side of the business alongside the conventional business, which I originally created. So it's, be, it's been going very well. That's, that's fantastic. That is great news. So in, in going through uh, what you've been doing in terms of building mm-hmm. the business, sure. what are some of the hurdles you encountered? What, what were some of the... Uh, um, problems and difficulties you encountered and how did you overcome them um the biggest thing for me and and based on our past discussions you know this as well i have kind of a scatterbrain mentality uh which i'm sure all a lot of entrepreneurs have with where they have a million ideas and they're doing one thing one day and another thing the next day and it's just you know you're surrounded you feel like you're 
in you're drowning in ideas. There's just so many great things that you can do. And this is kind of what I've been dealing with because as pivot farms become more and more successful, the avenues and ideas and opportunities have just exploded. You know, I, I've been working with some, I've been fortunate enough to work with some of, you know, the most well-known people, educators in our industry. And it's just the ideas keep flowing. And I found it tough to focus just on pivot farm. In all reality, I, I think pivot farm should be, you know, 3000 plus subscribers by now. But because I've had so many opportunities along the way that have kind of sidetracked me a little bit, it's not grown as fast as I would like and as I wanted. It's done well, but it's not where I wanted it to be. Hmm. So I think the biggest problem for me as an entrepreneur, and I'm sure um, for a lot of the guys that listen to this, is sticking to one idea, sticking to one thing, focusing, giving it your complete energy. That for me has been the biggest hurdle. And I'd say the next thing is really finding good people to work for you um, because obviously there's only so much, so many hours in the day, there's only so much that you can do as an individual. Um, finding good staff and kind of, you know, letting go of your baby almost and right. letting them run the day-to-day operations of your business. That, that for, for me is another big hurdle and now I'm kind of in the position where I've taken on my first few employees um, and, uh, you know, and Congratulations. It's that letting go. Yeah. It's, it's been really good. I'm very thankful. I've been, I think more than anything, I've been lucky in that I was born in the UK. Um, I got a good education and that's kind of helped me to get where I am. If I was born in Afghanistan or somewhere like that, right. it'd be very difficult for me to do what I'm doing. So sure. a lot of, a lot of the successes is just pure luck, pure circumstance. You know, that's, that's very interesting. And I'm, uh, and I'm glad you touched on it. But one of the interesting points you make is that all of the um, all of the hurdles you've faced are things that you can conquer. Uh, are all things that are within your control. Yeah. There are there are no hurdles that are external. For example, uh, there was no. Um, you know, competition that you needed to overcome. There was no, uh, you know, other barrier to the business that you needed to overcome. Uh, but they're all related to things that are controllable by you. And that's that's hugely inspirational to our listeners who are all entrepreneurs and they're all thinking about how they can get uh, to do their business better, how they can be more successful. And I think what, what you're saying is, is hugely inspirational. Um, we're, you know, we've got a couple of uh, minutes in this segment, and mm-hmm. so before we go to a break, uh, tell us a little bit about what you've what you've sort of discovered about yourself. I mean, uh, building a business is a is a voyage of self discovery. Uh, you find out things about yourself. You find out, uh, you know, what you're good at and what you're not so good at. And I think you've already touched on it a little bit, but. If you will, take us a little bit into uh, the kinds of things that you've discovered about yourself and what you've done to overcome those problems. Uh, I think, you know, um, being an entrepreneur and starting a business and taking that business to fruition, every business is different and some some businesses are not particularly time-intensive. Pivot Farm, when I started it, was very time-intensive and... I'm guessing this is one of the questions where a lot of people talk about positive things. I kind of found some negative things about myself as well in in that 
I think to create a real business, a real you know business that does well and makes a lot of money, you have to be quite selfish. You have to shut off the rest of the world almost. Um, and that's kind of what happened to me where I focused so much on the business. I worked such long hours to kind of build it up and really put things together with it that I was kind of, you know, not being as in tune with, with my family as I would like and not giving other people the kind of time that they deserved. And for me, I found that it made me a much more self-oriented person. I was focused on making this thing a success because I've chosen to do this. And looking back on it in hindsight, if I, if I could do things differently, I think I probably would have been better with my time. Even now, I think I can be a lot better with my time uh, and my, you know, effectively using it to kind of nurture all the aspects of my life. Um, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah that's cool. So, so let's, uh, let's pause for a quick commercial break. And when we come back, we'll have uh, further conversations with Amar Hussein, our guest for today. Stay tuned for more of the Entrepreneur Effect when we return. The Web Marketing Association is now accepting entries into the 16th Annual International Web Award Competition. Independent judges from around the world recognize the best websites from nearly 100 industries. Web Awards winners receive an image plaque, certificate of achievement, higher visibility for your company, valuable feedback from our expert judges, and links to your site from the highly ranked Web Awards site. You can't win if you don't enter. Sign up now at www.webaward.org. How far do your ads reach? You don't have to fly around the world for the right consumers and clients to find your business. What you need is profit through performance. Location 3 Media helps you to increase your brand's findability and performance. Let Location 3 Media help you create efficient and effective online marketing campaigns that fit your needs and get you results. We know every click starts a journey. Where will your brand be on the path? Visit Location3Media.com. MySEOTool.com is your all-in-one SEO management resource. MySEOTool.com makes it easy to optimize and oversee all of your SEO efforts. Line-by-line detailed reports help you identify any problems and show you how to fix them. MySEOTool.com is completely automated. Once you use it, you will see a rise in your search rankings and traffic. Try MySEOTool risk-free today. Go to MySEOTool.com. MySEOTool.com. Warning! Listening to WebmasterRadio.fm daily may cause Webmaster insomnia and an increase in your company's profits. WebmasterRadio.fm. Stay up with us all night long. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. You are experiencing the entrepreneur effect only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's Dush Ramachandran. And we're back, and this is Entrepreneur Effect with Dushwama Chandran, and our guest today is Amar Hussein, and he's created this amazing business called Pivot Farm, which provides uh, information to foreign exchange traders and futures traders based on support and resistance. So, Amar, you were talking before the break about 
uh, the things that you've discovered about yourself and um, the 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 steps that you've taken to overcome uh, various things that you various hurdles that you've you've uh, encountered. Yeah. Now, you've been in business how long now? Uh, Pivot Farm itself has been around as a business probably just just over eighteen months, and uh, before then. You know, trading for myself probably six years now. Okay. So, yeah. Great. So, um, if, you've, if you've looked at your uh, growth path over these years and mm-hmm. what you've learned after building Pivot Farm into the business it is today, if you were to encounter the young Amr Hussein just leaving university and yep. stepping out into the world – and if you were to run into him today, what advice would you give the young Amr Hussein? <laughs> I think more than anything, when I, before I started Pivot Farm, I had an ideas list. I had 32 ideas which I had created partial business plans for. Okay. And uh, the one thing I would go back to myself and say is focus. Find a you know one idea, one thing that you want to focus all of your attention on, and basically take that to fruition. You know, I kind of dilly dallied. Um, you know, I say I've been training for six years. Trading wasn't the only thing I did. I try. I had other things that I kind of went with, and then it just didn't work out as well as I'd hoped. And you know, tried lots of different things out. I the most important thing for me would be to focus, and um, you know to never be you know afraid to invest in good people you know in good sound advice from people that know what they're doing you know invest in you know your accountants invest in people that design great websites that's where you should be spending your money that's the kind of thing that i scrimped on initially um and i've learned um you know from that that you know you you get what you pay for if you pay peanuts you get monkeys so that's good advice yeah yeah be willing to open the purse strings a little bit. Right. And so having having learned those lessons mm-hmm. and put them into practice, now you're on to bigger and better things. Um, what What is on the horizon now for Amr Hussein and for Pivot Farm? Well, Pivot Farm has kind of reached a stage where it's relatively consistent and growing it is not like the massive priority right now. So I'm spending less time in Pivot Farm and I'm kind of outsourcing its growth um, to people that I, you know, people that I've hired. I've kind of taken on board a couple of new projects that kind of merge with Pivot Farm and I'm developing, you know, a a new research business. It it fits very nicely into Pivot Farm and it complements it very well. So um, we're kind of developing that at the moment. I've got a team of about four people um, who, who I'm working with that on and this is kind of the next step for me. So it's kind of all hush hush at the moment. I can't give you too many details about it, but um, that's uh, fine. You know, maybe we could, you know, do another interview in a few months' time, and I can tell you all about it. And you know, you can, you know, give you um, a, a lot greater perspective. But this is going to be Pivot Farm was part one. This is most definitely part two. That is and, exciting. That yeah, sounds so, that sounds phenomenally exciting. 
it, it uh, most certainly will be. Yeah, it's it's basically everything that I've learned in creating Pivot Farm is going into this next venture, and you know we've we've raised I've raised managed to raise a bit of capital for it as well. So fantastic. hopefully it should be pretty cool. Very cool. So uh, not not wanting to pry, but uh, uh, obviously uh, my my job is to try and get as much information for our listeners as as we possibly can. <laughs> yep. So. So, to the extent that you can divulge this information, uh, sure. is it is it to do with trading? Is it to do with foreign exchange and futures trading? It, it is most definitely to do with trading. It's kind of delving more into the world of stocks um, okay. and futures. So, it's it's um, to give you kind of a brief description. It's with Pivot Farm. What I've been developing is something called technical analysis, and it's one form of analysis of of markets, the the new thing that I'm developing, it's more fundamental analysis. It's, it's you know the eurozone crisis and all these different types of things, how they are affecting the market. So it's a new product based around uh, around news events, basically. So that's essentially how it works. Okay. Yeah. So um, and this you expect to launch in the next few months. Um, I'm looking at a launch of around September time. So we've got a few months to go, yeah. Okay. So in the meanwhile, now mm-hmm. you've, got, uh, you've got Pivot Farm that, you're, um, that you've got people that you've employed who are working on Pivot Farm. Yep. Now, you had, as we talked some time ago, you had a number of different ideas. Um, so are there, are there more... Uh, more ideas that are bubbling up that you're always full of ideas. I'm sure there are more opportunities, more uh, more interesting things that you're you're working on. Uh, th- there are there are a couple more things that I'm working on, but the beauty uh, things are very different now from when I first started Pivot Farm. Pivot Farm was a very it was initially a business that was very centered around me uh, in terms of the marketing, in terms of you know every element of the business was based upon me. I've managed to get people to take care of some of the more mundane, repetitive tasks, which are which are quite time intensive. And I, I kind of focus on one, just providing the research, putting the research pieces together, and uh, two, you know, if there's any major sales events, you know, I will be the person presenting those events. So this is kind of freeing up a lot more time for these other ideas that I have. Um, so there are there are a few other things bubbling away under the surface, but I'm kind of you know, it's Pivot Farm is still, you know, number one in terms of priority. The second idea that I just described, it's number two. And I'm kind of pushing the other two ideas that I have in place um, to the, the staff members that I have. And they're kind of doing the work for that. And I'm just overseeing it more than anything. I'm, I'm taking a more of a managerial approach rather than my former approach, which was much more entrepreneurial, much more hands-on. I'm kind of letting other people run with the ideas. Okay, great. Well, we're going to take a short break, and when we get back, we'll have uh, more conversations with Amr Hussein. Stay tuned. Don't go away. Stay tuned for more of the Entrepreneur Effect when we return. 
Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS, text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm, sounds expensive. Actually, I signed us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. In 500 yards, CPA Way will be on your right. You have reached your destination. On the interstate of internet marketing, CPA Way helps you monetize the way. No matter which direction you're heading, CPA Way is your route to low-risk revenue. Advertisers, we have paved the way to delivering revenue channels that will meet and exceed your expectations. Publishers, we monitor and manage your campaigns to bring you the most revenue possible. Publishers can feel secure to leverage direct offers, while advertisers can find safety, offering their most valued campaigns. The road to trust, respect, integrity, and honor is just ahead at cpaway.com. Webmasterradio.fm. Get addicted. Get ahead. You are experiencing the entrepreneur effect only on webmasterradio.fm. Here's Dush Ramachandran. And we're back. And we're continuing our conversation with Amr Hussein. This is Dush Ramachandran at Entrepreneur Effect. So, Amr, now that you've got these exciting new businesses that are bubbling away, uh, things that you're working on, uh, something that uh, our listeners always uh, are uh, interested in hearing about are things like, what gives you motivation? How 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 many hours do you work in a day? Things about Amr the man rather than Amr the entrepreneur. So tell us a little bit about your your personal life. Um, how many hours a day do you work? Uh, for somebody to be as successful as you are, is it necessary for them to be working 16, 18 hours a day? Um, in, in my case, that has really been the case. I've I, I've put a lot of hours into my business um, initially. Even now, I kind of work longer than most people would, but I'm kind of used to it now. Um, when I first started Pivot Farm and uh, um, some of the other ventures that I had in the past that didn't work out as well, I was spending, I don't know, 14 to 18 hours a day working. Hmm. Um, I've cut that back to a lowly 12 now. But, <laughs> but um, I... I what what it, with me because I, I don't sleep a huge amount, so you know you know most people need eight hours of sleep. I kind of get by with three or four. 
Wow. So that gives me that gives me an extra four hours compared to most people. That's amazing. So, now, do you take naps in the afternoon? No, I don't. Um, occasionally, maybe once or once or twice a month, I might have an afternoon nap if I'm feeling really, really tired, or if I've kind of done, you know, worked all night or traded all night or something. Um, but generally speaking, no, I, I'm I, I don't sleep a, a lot, so it it gives me a lot of time and restless energy. And most of the work that I do, I'm doing it when my wife and we've we've had our first child about a year ago. He's just turned one. Um, oh, that's when fantastic. Yeah, so it's it's been a really great time. His first birthday, birthday was the other day, so um, you know it's been it's been really really good. But what I try and do is, you know, I'm up four five o'clock in the morning, so I I do as much work as I possibly can before they wake up. Get it? Get you know at least four or five hours of work in, and then I kind of you know th- um, hang out with the wife and the little one for a while and then you know do do a few more hours in the afternoon so i've kind of made it tried anyway trying anyway to make it more of a lifestyle business where mm-hmm. i can enjoy you know working cuz i love what i do i enjoy it so much uh i can enjoy working and i can enjoy my family as well which is the balance i've been trying to achieve and which for a long time i you know was nowhere near achieving right so that's been great for me um but in terms of myself and what drives me, I, I don't know. I've just, I've just always wanted to succeed. I've always wanted to do well. I mean, everything. I've, um, you, even when I was in sports, um, you know, I was captain of the basketball team at school. Um, I've always pushed myself to do well at almost everything that I try to do. Um, and you know, this is for me. This is just another thing that I want to be good at. So. Rather than kind of something happening in my life or any kind of real inspiration, I'm I I like to think I'm just one of those people that wants to do well, that wants to succeed, and um, in everything that he does, you know. Be another thing, but I'm very competitive, and this comes from you know the sporting background. I like to win everything, right? So this kind of has followed on and in and flowed into. Um, business as well. I want to succeed. I want to do well, and I, and I think for every entrepreneur that you know that's a real driving force. You want to succeed. You want to be the best. Absolutely, and you certainly have have achieved that, and you're well on your way to achieving it again with your new new ventures. Um, now, in when you're working that hard, and when you're working that many hours, um, a lot of lot of people are concerned about. Um, whether their relationships would suffer, whether their personal life would suffer, whether their health yeah. would suffer. Um, how do you balance those things? How do you balance your personal life, uh, your health? I mean, do you, how do you find time to exercise and eat right? And uh, how do you take care of yourself and your, and your family and your relationships around you? I think a lot of it is keeping things really simple. Um, Albert Einstein was famous for having, you know, four sets of clothes that were identical that he would wear. So he would reduce the choices in his life. So he wouldn't spend his time looking for, you know, oh, does this shirt match with this? He'd have the same clothes every single day and he'd, he'd, he'd put those on, same shoes, same trousers, same shirt. Um, and it simplified the choices in your life. And I, I've kind of tried to follow that where I've simplified a lot of the things in my life to kind of give me as much time as possible, like my workouts. 
um, you know, I still I still work out. I used I used to weight train quite heavily in the past um, when I was at university, and now I I'm not a member of a gym, but you know. Um, when I'm at home working, I'll throw in a 15-minute workout, you know, in the morning, and do another 15 minutes in the in the evening. Hmm. So I try and balance that by throwing in the one thing that's been difficult for me is balancing family time. Right. Um, and you know, the major growth period that I've had with Pivot Farm, it was within that period there was a big lull for about four or five months when my son was born, where I did. You know, I, I did the bare minimum for Pivot Farm, um, and that was purely because it was such an important time for my wife and I and our family that I I wanted to be around more to kind of you know help her and be a part of all of that. Um, but that was something I felt like I had to do, and I felt it was important. And I think as entrepreneurs, you need to focus at any given point in time, focus on what's important. And right now. Um, developing the next business and all this type of thing. This is what's important to me. This is what I'm focusing time on uh, and what I'm putting a lot of my energies in. And everything in your life will work through phases. There will have to be phases where you put your family first, where you prioritize that over work. Um, and then in other times where you kind of put work first so it gives you that free time later on. So what I've tried to do is try and compartmentalize things as much as possible um, I, I tend to, even though we have an office in, in London, I tend to work from home a fair amount um, just so I can be around um, for, you know, for the bath times and, right. you know, to play with my son and, you know, to spend some time with my wife. So I, I think I'm at the point where I have it, even though I work a lot, where I have a balance of quality time with the family and work time and quality time is the most important thing you know yes it is sitting yeah. sitting in front of the television for four hours with your family that's not quality quality right. time right. True. You know? so. good point yeah excellent thank you uh amar that that was that was good stuff now very 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 quickly we just have a few seconds to go um sure. so our listeners would want to know uh more about pivot farm which is the one thing that they can uh they can understand and work with right now so yeah. where should they go um, pivotfarm.com that's our main website um, by all means do check it out if you've got uh, any questions that you want to ask me you can reach me at amar which is spelled double A-M-A-R at pivotfarm.com fantastic Amar thank you so much it's been a pleasure and we'll look forward to speaking with you and visiting with you uh, in a few months once you've got your second opportunity up and going until then good luck and we'll talk to you soon Excellent, Disha. I appreciate your time. Thank you for uh, the opportunity to speak to you guys. It's a pleasure. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line 
prop or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.